a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and uh, I I have just been so anticipating our conversation today. Uh, there are some people in your life uh, that are what we call light kindlers. We're going to talk about that in the last segment today. And uh, our next guest is one such person uh, who is out there making a difference on so many fronts. Our good friend Teresa Deer is joining us today. Uh, she is part of the Human Capital Strategy Group amongst a host of other projects. Teresa, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, and uh, my dear colleague and friend, let me say to you and the world, happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm calling out Kellyanne on that one. (laughs) Great things happened in December. (laughs) Today I'm just saying uh, I'm a double nickel that's probably not worth a plug nickel, but but my younger colleagues don't even know what a plug nickel is. (laughs) All right. Well, great things happened in December. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, You are too kind, my friend. Well, you wrote a brilliant piece uh, at Deseret.com. You wrote an open letter. Uh, to 2020 that I just can't stop reading. I keep going back and uh, having a good <laughs> chuckle and a good reflection at the same time. Uh, tell us about it. Well, you know, the it was an interesting year, uh, without question, because we all lived through it together. And, you know, the context and the spirit of the letter is like, look, we respect you, 2020, because you showed us a lot. We believe we've learned a lot, um, and it is because of the respect of 2020 that we want you to go quickly, swiftly, and quietly. (laughs) But while on one hand we want to open up the door and shove you out of it, we're not going to do that because of the respect we have for you. Yeah, I I love this line, and uh, we'll post this on our Facebook page. Uh, Her uh, article uh, is so good. Uh, I love this line. As you were showing us who was the boss and taking us Mm -hmm. to the school of humility, you also showed that you were not a completely soulless present. You showed us humanity and compassion. Talk to me about those things. Humility, I think, is one of the most important things I think we've learned in 2020. Well, you know, there were so many terms used uh, with respect to 2020, words that were synonymous with 2020, like apocalyptic, unbelievable, overwhelming. Dumpster fire. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know, and it was like, when the heck is this going to stop? 
You know, because we don't know our own endurance for what the next crazy, unbelievable thing is. And many times these things were converging on us, our consciousness, our household, our life simultaneously. Uh, But while all of this was going on, it felt like, you know, 2020, as I said in the article, was a soulless presence. I mean, it left no prisoners, so no one was off limits. But the glimmer of hope, the point of inspiration is when we saw, you know, just story after story of people giving to uh, food banks, to families, and um, those people that were lost to COVID, that didn't, uh, families who didn't have money for funerals, and people giving to that, the amazing uh, tenacity and perseverance of and persistence of doctors and healthcare workers, and you know, people at grocery stores and doing the essential work on the front line so that we could stay at home. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on about how many people, you know, nameless, titleless, that made sacrifices so that our life can be a little bit better. And that was the humanity. That was the compassion, the inspiration, and the hope that 2020 gave us that's going to take us into 2021. Yeah, so, so important. I actually had a good friend of mine, uh, Connie Smith. She's uh, She is an influencer extraordinaire uh, in, the, uh, in so many spaces here in the state of Utah, politically especially, uh, worked on a number of campaigns. And uh, she said, we were texting back and forth and talking about the year, and she shared something so interesting. She said, you know, I, I really love 2020. Uh, she said there were so many different opportunities I would have missed were it not for 2020. Mm-hmm. And I thought absolutely. Uh, it, it really caught me short because I started thinking, wow, you know what? She's absolutely right. She's absolutely right that there were so many lessons tucked into all of this uh, trauma, drama and uh, chaos that was out there. Uh, but so many things for us to learn. Uh, and so let's let's start looking forward. What what are the things uh, Teresa, that we should be taking with us from uh, really getting schooled <laughs> by the year 2020? What should we be taking with us moving forward? Well, um, you know, there's a, a few things, um, and I'm going to make an attempt to put this in an analogy because this is something that I've been thinking about uh, deeply over the past few weeks. Um, and there's a reason that I say great things happen in December because I was, my birthday is December 29th. And so this was a time of great reflection for me personally. And as I was looking at 2020, you know, I thought about a door. And there are primarily three parts of a door. There's the door itself that allows people to go in and out. There are the hinges that affix the door to the frame. And then, of course, there is the threshold. And so, you know, I'd like us to think about what part of the door we want to be. Um, Do we want to be the hinges uh, of which the door uh, swings and is affixed to allow people to go in and out? Do we want to be the door itself um, where things and people enter and exit, uh, because we can always lock the door. Do we want to be the threshold that invites people in and out? And so we need to think about being uh, 
bridge builders. We need to think about being uh, teachers, facilitators, mediators, uh, because that is what is going to be needed in 2021 and beyond. Um, You know, when uh, 9-11 happened, I often said that the soul of the country uh, was was uh, wounded, but the the heart of this country was damaged, in my opinion, in 2020. Um, a lot of uh, civil unrest. Um, a lot of people were pushed to the periphery, either because of their skin color, their identity, the jobs of which they worked, um, and we just have a lot of. Um, allyship building, Um, those people who are on the periphery, how do we bring them back into the fold? How do we walk this journey uh, with them? Because uh, to some degree, uh, some people will be left out in the cold on the periphery throughout 2020, Mm. excuse me, 2021. And that not only includes... um, you know, people from different racial and ethnic compositions. But think about, you know, people that may or may not get the the vaccine, Yeah. that may or may not have fear mm. about the vaccine. I mean, we have a lot of work to do, and it's not necessarily something you can throw money at. Yes. It's something that you have to be present uh, in, and you have to be emotionally and spiritually uh, available to love that. Oh, Teresa dear, we're, we're going to have you back again real soon. We're going to continue this conversation and all that we need to do in 2021 as it relates to race and social justice, criminal justice reform, and being fellow travelers, uh, through this thing we call life. Uh, Teresa, uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, and happy birthday again. All right. very. Thanks so much. All right. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour break. When we come back, uh, the former ambassador to Mali will join us for KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.